Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. experiment with breakfast and all so um you know it went really well and we really we really went in so now I know I got a little more time and I'm gonna take my time but you know a good piece of meat make its own gravy I got something a little different for you um than I had for them I'm just sorry that's just you know you you let me get with Shiloh and he changes some stuff because I've been rolling with him a long time and I know and I know if God is for you, I'm telling you, if God is for you, must be on this side. I'm telling you, if God is for you, Chad, nothing, no one, anything can be against you. Because we're more than conquerors. We're soldiers. Woo! All right. Boy, you give me a little breakfast, boy, I tell you, we gonna be in trouble. Cause usually I be all like hungry and I'll be like, okay, what time is it? But now I'm like, let's get it, all right. Say what? Now, I did it in two parts because I knew we had breakfast, but you're gonna get the second half today. At nine, I did before it's too late. Now, you have to understand why I did that. Show the scripture. Cause I gotta be true to the text. The disciples were looking for Jesus, and the disciples told Jesus, before it's too late, are you the Messiah we've been expecting, or should we be keep looking for someone else? Before it's too late, Jesus, I want to know, are you the one, or shall we look? for someone else. So that's what I want us to deal with. Is Yahweh the one? Is the Messiah the one? Is Jehovah Jireh the one? Is Jehovah Tescanu the one? Or shall you look for someone else? You know, I was so excited at nine, I didn't even do my customary thing that, you know, I'm settled now. And I always say, let me jump off here. Um, the Bible, give you a biblical introduction today because that's how I'm feeling. The Bible says in John 15, 16, you do not choose me. I, I choose you. But for some of us who have been chosen by God. We have so many extraneous factors in our lives that we cannot recognize the call in which God has given us. 
So therefore, God has to wait on us to accept the gift that he's trying to give us. But because of our recalcitrance, sometimes God has to put us in a mess. And when God puts you in a mess, saved people and unsaved people say what? Help me. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. We say, I'm in a mess and I need some mercy. Huh. So when we're in a mess and we're looking for some mercy, I got a question for us. Is he the Messiah, or shall we look for someone else before? All right, y'all gonna stay with me now. That's the tagline. Whenever we about to jump off the cliff, the correct answer is before it's too late. You got that? I'm a good teacher. All right, let's jump off here. You in a mess. You in a mess. You in a mess. You in a mess. You know, I know some of y'all have been saved all your life and you've never been in a mess. And if you've never been in a mess, just keep living because it's coming. <laughs> so we jump off at Matthew 11 too. It says that John the Baptist, he was in prison. And he heard all about what Jesus was doing. Healing the woman with the issue of blood. Feeding 5,000 with not much but enough. Raising Lazarus from the dead. Raising um, Nan's son from the casket. Healing the woman who was bent over. Restoring the man with the withered hand. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. John heard about all these things that Jesus was doing so he told his disciples, he said, look, go tell Jesus that I'm in a mess and I'm looking for some mercy. Now, what you have to understand, John the Baptist, this was not his first encounter with Jesus. You know, he was in a mess in the placenta of Elizabeth's belly. When mercy walked in the door in the form of Mary, who was carrying baby Jesus in her belly. And when John the Baptist, who was in the placenta, and you know, that's a little messy if y'all don't know, Google it. The placenta's like mess, and he was looking for some misery. And when he seen Jesus, it says he leaped for joy. No, it was not movement. No, he leaped because he knew Whenever he got in a mess, he knew that mercy would resurrect him. Ah. So he said, mercy, I'm in some mess. I need to connect to you before it's too late. So mercy, the mercy he was talking about was in 1 Kings 8.23. In the NLT, it says that you have a covenant of unfailing love. But in another translation, he calls it a covenant of mercy. But if you slide up in the top part of 
uh, verse 23 of chapter 8. It says, God, there is none like you. I've searched heaven above, and I've searched earth beneath, and I found that there's none like you who has a covenant of unfailing love, who has a covenant of mercy for all who walk wholeheartedly in devotion to you. You got to be able to recognize mercy when mercy shows up. And we need mercy because we in a mess. Are y'all with me? And because we in a mess, the one who carries mercy is the Messiah. Are y'all still with me? Genesis 49.10, it says, the scepter of Judah, it will not depart from Judah until the one whom it belongs to shows up. The one it belonged to was Shiloh. The Hebrew translation for Shiloh is Messiah. So if I had a Bible reader, it was Shiloh who had the scepter of Judah in his hand while he sat at the right hand of God before God solicited him to come down to earth to save us because we couldn't do the job. I know we couldn't do the job because we failed, and I need a Bible reader now, and God did not speak to us for 400 years until he turned to the lion of Judah, until he turned to him, and he said, go down and, and save my folk. It was Shiloh. We were waiting for Shiloh to come. Shiloh is the Messiah, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Prince of Peace, Seed of Judah, Root of Jesse, Rose of Sharon, Lily of the Valley, bright and morning star. Shiloh is the Messiah. So if you ever get in some mess, and if you ever look for some mercy, you need to call the Messiah. And his name is Shiloh. Say it with me. Shiloh. Shiloh. Shiloh is the Messiah, and we need to call the Messiah because we in a mess, and we want Shiloh to show up before. Oh my God, y'all ain't with me. Jesus, let's, let's go to the text. At nine I did the introduction, but this is what I got for you. Let's go to the text message. Okay. Okay, yeah, we real good. We real good. The disciples had a message. Jesus, are you the one? It was a message for Jesus because John was in a mess. John was in prison. John was about to get his head chopped off by Herod, all because John spoke against a sin that Herod had done. And if I had a Bible reader in here, you know the sin that Herod did, that he took his brother's wife and married her. Uh, and if you fact-checking me, that's Matthew, the 14th chapter. Don't be looking at me like it ain't right. <laughs> Fact-check me. It's there. So John the Baptist called out the king, and the king didn't like to be embarrassed. So he put John the Baptist, he put him in prison. And so 
they had to go give Jesus the message. And watch Jesus. Watch Jesus. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. He says, let me call to your memory. Let me call to your remember what happened. Ah, watch it. Jesus told him, go back to John and tell him what you have heard. The blind see. The lame walk. Those with leprosy are cured. The deaf hear. The dead are raised to life. Go tell John what you see because obviously your memory is failing you. But John 14, 6 says the Holy Spirit will call to your remembrance what Shiloh wants to do in your life. Shiloh is the Messiah. I, somebody, because I, I, you know, y'all Shiloh, this thing. Here, if you want to say, I don't know how to pray. I'm going to give you one word to show that you have intimacy with Jesus. Say, Shiloh. That's an intimate name for Jesus because you're calling him the Messiah. You're letting him know that you know him. You don't know about him. You know him. And when you know him, you can call him. Before. Oh, my God. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. This is what I'm going to spend my time on here today. Because he done sent me a new way. I want to talk about Joseph. Yeah, I want to talk about Joseph. Joseph. Watch Joseph. Put in a pit in some mess by his brothers. He was put in a pit because of some mess by his brothers because his brothers wanted his coat and his brothers thought, you know, his father loved Joseph more than them. So they were jealous of Joseph. So they got mad and they threw him in the pit and they took his coat. But mercy showed up. And mercy took Joseph from the pit to, come on, to the palace. But then when he got there, Simone showed up, and her name was Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife showed up and wanted Joseph to do some stuff, and Joseph didn't want to do it. So then she, he, she told her husband to put Joseph in prison. And what Joseph realized, he would have never got to prison by Potiphar's wife if he's never got put in the pit. That affected him. Now, that happened a while ago. Oh, this is my kind of crowd. It's somebody in here, you holding on to something that you should have let go a long time ago. Because what you holding on to, God done already blessed you with it three times over. But you running right by the blessing that God gave you. And you still focusing on the mess that the devil wants you to hold on to. Jesus. That affected Joseph. Joseph was messed up, because I know he was messed up, because if you go to Genesis 41, oh, da, 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 if you go to Genesis 41, 51, I'm going to show you how much Joseph was messed up. Uh-huh. He had a son, and the name of his son was Manasseh. Manasseh means forget. So Joseph said in Genesis 41, 51, God has made me forget 
all the troubles that I had, and I don't like nobody in my father's family because the mess he got into was because his family put him in the pit, he got to the palace, ran into Potiphar's wife, fresh out of prison, and Joseph never forgot that, so he named his child Manasseh. Now, what you got to understand, any Bible reader in here, Joseph was favored by God, but he still couldn't let go being put, ooh, Jesus, in that pit. Wow. He, he forgot. He named him. He said, Manasseh. He said, we forget. Just like us. We know we blessed by God. But we forget the blessings of the Lord makes you rich, and he has no sorrow to it. We forget he will prepare a table for you, even in the midst of your enemies, to your cup <laughs> running over. We forget that he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities, but by his stripes we are healed. We forget trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall bring it to pass. We forget nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. We forget he will lead you to green pastures and still waters. We forget he's the Lord that healeth you. We forget he's the bomb in Gilead. We forget he's Alpha and Omega. We forget he's awesome. We forget he's a way maker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. We forget, we forget, we forget. You forget. You forget who Jesus is. He's helped you in your life down through the years. Now the devil gonna show up and say boo, and you forget that he's made a way out of no way. He's turned a stumbling block into a stepping stone. You forgot he will be a bridge over trouble. So Jesus, he told them, go tell Jenna. Go tell Jenna. That's what you should say about Hope Elam. When people ask you, what is Hope Elam about? We're about loving on folk. We're about feeding folk. We're about visiting the sick. We're about comforting those who mourn. We're about being merciful. We're about being inclusive. We're about having equality. We're about standing on justice. We're about standing on mercy. All because we know Shiloh. And because we know Shiloh, let's have our memory right so when the mess come up, we will connect to the Messiah before But he had another son, Ephraim, verse 52. Watch it. When Ephraim was born, Ephraim means fruitful. Huh. But if you look at the text, the NLT says that he made me fruitful in the land of grief. Or if you got the NLT, somebody say, please say, whoop, there it is. So y'all know I'm using NLT, please. Somebody? Yeah, it's in there. 
verse 52 of chapter 41 of Genesis. He says his name is Eber. He says, fruitful. But don't you know, he fruitful, but he grieving. Huh, oxymoron. You need your grief to turn into grace. And you need your grace to turn into mercy. And your mercy is the Messiah. And the Messiah is Shiloh. He's Shiloh for when you get in a mess, you can call out his name before Jesus. He was fruitful, yet he was unfulfilled. You can have everything materially that you want, and you can still be lonely in a crowd. Oh, my God. Woo! Yahweh! Ministry. You see it? You see it? You see it? You see it? What is ministry tied to? Why do we need mercy for ministry? Because ministry is messy. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. When you pick up ministry, it's messy. Don't you know once you say you love Jesus, don't you know the accuser of the brethren going to show up at your house and he's going to accuse you day and night just because you trying to do ministry? That's why I say this is an assignment, church. We are here to do ministry. Now, if you want to go lollygag off of someone else, holler back. But the reason we need mercy is because we trying to do ministry. And guess what? They beat him, mocked him, scorned him on his way to ministry. But he said not a mumbling word except, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do because he said my hour has not yet come for me to be glorified. But when that hour came, they put him in the ground on Friday. He stayed in the ground on Saturday. But early one Sunday morning, he Shiloh got up. Come on, say it with me, Shiloh. Before. What time is it? I got a couple more minutes because I want to break this down. Prayer partners, get ready. Because don't you know before it's too late is a call to action. That's a call to action. Before it's too late, come here and get prayed for. Before it's too late, repent. Before it's too late, look for a turnaround. Before it's too late, come out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Before it's too late is a call to action. I don't do all this for me. I know I'm doing this because God has called me huh, to action. Hope you. It's a special blessing on us. Don't you know we'll be a year old in a, in a few weeks? Oh, y'all can do way better than that. Oh, y'all can do way better than that. They said we couldn't do it. They said don't do it. They said don't go there. But we've been here a year, and we're doing better now than we've ever done before because I know how to get on my knees and call Because if you don't think it ain't been a mess, you're wrong. It's been messy. Yeah. 
And if it had not been for the Lord, ministry makes you want to quit. NLT says give up. Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to do ministry, it gets so messy. You know why it gets messy? Because the devil wants you to get up. Matter of fact, in verse 7, I wish I had an illustration I should have brought. A clay jar. Any planters here, you know the little clay jars that you put the plant in? You know those clay jars are very fragile. Say amen. If you brock, drop them, they break. Verse 7 in 2 Corinthians 4. It says, Mary Alice, that we have a treasure huh, in earthen vessels. The translation there is clay jar. So you got a treasure in you, but you're a clay jar, and you're fragile, and God cannot use you until you're broken. Oh, it must be on this side. God cannot use you until you have a broken spirit and contrite heart. God cannot use you until you've been into some mess and called on mercy and got the Messiah and learned his name is Shiloh and learned his name is who he is and what he can do. Until you done been through some stuff, come on, you can't get the treasure out. But once, Nina, oh Jesus, that's why I love my baby. Nina, once, Ah, oh, those are your treasures, baby. And I, I remind you, it says, at least I call it, it says the excellency of the power, I wish somebody had a Bible, is of God and not, oh, there it is, oh, I see it, you got it. So the power comes from and God's name is? Uh, and Shiloh is the? And we better grab onto the Messiah before? And that's because it's a mandate. Oh, they took that. They, they was by the same rules at nine, but they here, but we'll do it like this. There's a mandate. And see, Katy Perry, we had the clock and everything. Wait, Katy Perry, we had the nice slide. You know, Katy Perry, we did all that. See, we ain't even get to them. Ain't that something? They done moved the TV and everything, so we ain't going to see it, Katy Perry. <laughs> Me and Katy Perry, we had a nice slide. And See, I was going to try to trick you, Jill. I had a clock. Oh, yeah, I know. I had a clock there. And I wanted to tell you, you better come and get prayed for because you're running out of time. So you better get up here and be prayed for before. But wait a minute, the scripture that I have. Oh, there it is. Whoop, dead. <laughs> See, I told you. There it is. Oh, look at my girl on the sea. Look at me. You. Let me make you laugh, Deshaun. That's my person. You know culturally what I want to say, but that's my person. <laughs> Now the people of color in here saying, I don't believe he said that. <laughs> Some of y'all gonna get it when you get home. If you didn't get it, ask a person of color, what did he say? What did pastor mean by that? That's his person. <laughs> because she got right on it. Watch the mandate. Here it is, prayer warriors get here. Yeah, we in good time. Prayer warriors come please, anybody? I need my prayer warriors, it's perfect. We'll stop right here, come on up, take your time. 
She came back and got that thing. That's why I know you here. That's why I know you here. That's why I know you here to be prayed for. I know you here. I know you here. Don't sit there. Say, Shiloh, I'm going to come and be prayed for before it's too late. Look, look at what he says. Right in the same text, Matthew 11, 28, look what he tells you. Come to me before it's too late. Here's the appeal, and then we're going to start singing. Number one, you could be fruitful. You could have all the trappings of success, but not be fulfilled. You need to come up here and say, God, I'm healed. Make me whole. Number two, you need to forget some things. You got, you got a Manasseh mindset. It's some things that you need to forget. You need to come up here and say, God, help me forget. Because you've already told me that I'm fruitful and faithful. Or... You may have lost your focus for some reason. For some reason, you just, you just off your square. Somebody died, somebody did something. You just off your square for some reason. And you need your focus back. Just, just come and get prayed for your focus. Some of you, oh, especially up in the balcony, some of you in a mess. Yeah, that's why you run up to the balcony, because you in a mess. Because that's what I do. When I don't preach, guess where I sit? Right there with my bride in the balcony. Why? because I'm a mess. Oh, y'all missed that. Oh, y'all missed, see, it done got real in here, okay? So don't sit there and don't think it's too far. You should start moving now in the balcony because it's hot in here right now. The Spirit of God is here. You in a mess? Come get some mercy. Come get some Shiloh. Come get some Messiah. Come now before it's too late. Thanks so much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope.elam.org.